Hey, Zach here, and before we dive into this week's episode, I wanted to let you know that you can actually grab the recordings of our most recent Facebook and Instagram ads for List Building Bootcamp for just $25. Now, in January of 2024, we hosted a five-day live training where we walked our clients through step-by-step how to set up ads that grow their email list every single day so that they're always growing their business, always growing their audience, and always having new people to make offers to. Now, what's really great about this bootcamp is we have literally dozens of client results from it, and you can get the recordings of that most recent one from January of 2024 for just 25 bucks. All you have to do is head to theadsbootcamp.com. Again, that's theadsbootcamp.com. And you're going to learn step-by-step through how people were able to grow their list. Um, We have incredible results like Zeta, who added 67 leads to her list in just five days at $1.80 a piece, or Nora Jean, who added 62 leads for $1.12 in those five days. We have Brenda, who added over 500 people to her list over the course of a week, under $0.50 a piece. Uh, Heather Lalonde who did over 200 leads at 50 cents a piece. Amy Hughes, who added over 300 leads in a week. I mean, the list goes on and on. And those are just our January testimonials. We have even more than that, plus testimonials from the last seven times we've done this. And we would love to have you in next. So if you head over to theadsbootcamp.com, you can grab the recordings for just 25 bucks. It'll walk you step-by-step through growing your list. And in less than five days, you could have tons of new leads pouring into your list every day, semi-automated with Facebook advertising. So check it out and let's get into this week's episode. You're listening to the Heart, Soul & Hustle podcast, episode number 51. And on this week's episode, we're talking about challenges. Now I've talked about them a lot, but I've been featured on some big podcasts recently. I've written some long style blog posts about this, and I've got an awesome free event coming up around challenges. And a big question that's been popping up in my community is, is a challenge right for me? Well, stay tuned because we will dive into that this week. Hey there, you're listening to the Heart, Soul, and Hustle podcast. My name is Zach Spuckler, and on this show, we talk about how to go from passionate side hustler to full-time online business owner with tips, tricks, and interviews to help you take it to the next level. Let's do it. Hey, Zach here. I am so excited to be talking to you about challenges today. Now, before we dive in, I think my audio is pretty good, but I want to let you guys know I'm actually recording this podcast from the road. I just got back from a mastermind in California with James Wedmore. Such an amazing time. And while I was there, we were preparing for our upcoming program, the Five Figure Challenge, and we were talking all about challenges, big topic over the weekend. And I noticed that within my community and even at the mastermind that, you know, there's so many questions around challenges and people want to know how to optimize them and make more money and and is it a good fit for their business. And so even though I've talked about challenges, I've done, you know, I've done podcasts on my strategy and the tweaks and changes, I decided to do just a much higher level episode about deciding if a challenge is a great fit for your business. Now, if during this episode, or if you've heard me talk about them before and you already know they're a great fit for your business, I'm actually doing a free five-day training on building your own five-day challenge. So over five days, 
I'll walk you through everything you need to know to kind of plan out and map a really successful challenge launch. We're starting that on February 20th. So if you want to snag a spot, you can by going to 5dayhustle.com. That's the number 5dayhustle.com. And you can sign up, drop in your name and email, and we'll get you all registered. And just over the course of a week, I'll walk you through planning out your own really successful five-day challenge because there is a system to it, and I want to show you the system. So with that being said, let's dive into this week's episode. How do you know if a challenge is right for you? Now, I thought about how I wanted to approach this episode, and and what I ultimately decided was I wanted to talk about some of the major reasons people tell me like they think they want to do a challenge and some of the major reasons that people say they think a challenge might not work for their business. And the first one is a list. Now, this is huge. You see, a challenge is really a type of launch. So you've probably seen webinars and video series and email launches, and challenges are just another type of launch. But the big thing that I love about challenges is that they really don't require you to have an existing list. There's this perception in the online space that the only way to have a really successful launch is to have a really big list. And ultimately, that's not entirely true. My mentor, James Wedmore, loves to say that your launch should build your list. You shouldn't be building your list in order to launch. And I could not agree more wholeheartedly after having been in business for a few years and seeing what happens when you focus on the launch and the profitability over focusing on just building a list so that you can sell people stuff. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that a list isn't important. I've done a ton of episodes on list building. We have list building efforts in our business. What I mean to say is that when you're kind of just getting started online or you have a smaller list, a challenge is a very reasonable launch that allows you to bring, you know, a few hundred people in even at a reasonably low cost. We actually had someone inside of our our program, one of our students, Kristen, who doubled the size of her list when she started. She had less than 100 people. And over her first challenge, she doubled the size of that list and got over 200 people signed up for her challenge. We had one person go from like, just a couple hundred up to 700. We had somebody go from no list up to 300 people on their list. And the big thing that's nice about using a challenge to build your list is that the way I like to structure challenges is they're also profitable on the back end. So not only are you building your list, you're making money while you do it. So there's this major mindset shift that has to happen as you start to scale and grow your business. And it can be really hard to go through, but it's that in order to grow your business, you have to invest a little bit of money, right? As you grow, you have to invest in your team. You have to invest in ads. But when you're getting started, investing the money without knowing where that return is can be really, really stressful. And with a five-day challenge, that stress is kind of gone because we know where the money is coming back in. So if you're somebody who's thinking, I really need to launch, I really need to build my list, but I don't want to just kind of be pouring money into millions of tools and a ton of ads and not really know exactly what I'm launching, a challenge is a great solution for that because you literally build the list while you launch. And we've seen, again, we've seen students do this time and time again, we know that it's an incredibly effective formula. Now, I myself, in my last launch that we did a challenge with, we added over a thousand new leads to our list 
And as you'll see, if you go back and listen to that episode, we actually did it during the U.S. election in 2016, which was crazy in the U.S. And even as there were launches around us kind of failing, we heard about a lot of people that had issues with their launches during that time. We came up short on our goals, but we were still insanely profitable with our launch. And we still got a ton of new leads on our list. So if you're somebody who's struggling with that whole list building, initial investment type thing, a challenge could be a really great solution for that problem. Now, there's another thing that I see happening a lot with newer online business owners, and that is imposter syndrome. And so many people are nervous about launching a new product because they think, what if no one buys it? Or or what if I don't have a laundry list of clients, right? I think that sometimes, you know, it's hard for me to share and say like, wow, look at how easy this online business stuff can be when I already have a pretty decent online business. And I know that some of you might be listening going, yeah, but Zach, mine's different because I don't have a ton of testimonials or I don't have a proven track record in what I want to do. I just know I'm good at it and I want to break into it. Or, you know, you might be thinking, why is someone going to pay me when someone else does it cheaper? There's so many things that come up for people over getting that imposter syndrome. And the coolest thing about challenges is that we accidentally realized after I built this system, I accidentally realized that this is actually a really awesome way to launch to overcome imposter syndrome. And I'll explain this a little more in depth. One of the big things that I've noticed is that imposter syndrome or am I good enough or who's going to buy my product really stems from lack of experience or lack of a track record or being new to the space, right? So just first things first, I want to hold space for you and tell you that if you're thinking like, why would someone buy a course from me on XYZ? You're not alone. That's a really, really common thought. And something I always try to stress to my students, and I've talked about this on the podcast a couple of times, is that if you go into a launch with that energy of like, this might not work, I don't know if this is going to work, I don't feel good about it, that will show up in your sales. It'll show up in your pitch, it'll show up in your presentations at a very real level. If you go in trepidatious, you'll be received with trepidation by your audience. So we want to be really careful that... We don't have so much fear and anxiety that we don't function. Now, when it comes to like video series, webinars, even email launches, it kind of sucks for lack of a better word, because you have to do all the work and then hope that the sales happen at the end. Now with the challenge, don't get me wrong, you still have to do work up front, but one of the cool things is that for five days, you're actually interacting with your audience and showing them what it's like to actually work with and interact with you, right? So again, I want to reiterate this. I'm not saying webinars and video series don't work. In fact, we use webinars in, in our business all the time. I love, I love a good webinar. But the nice thing about a challenge is that it's not just 45 minutes to an hour to get everything out. It's a full week. And so when you're able to actually create content that speaks to your audience, over the course of five days, you don't have to prove that your product is worth it, right? You don't have to prove that you know what you're talking about. You don't have to prove anything. I like to say that instead of launching to get paid with a challenge, you just have to show up and get paid. Because think about it like this. If you know what you know, and you share that with your audience for five days, they don't need case studies. They don't need testimonials. They know exactly what they're getting. It's the exact same theory of the samples at Costco, right? And I love to talk about Costco samples because I think they're such a great metaphor for business. 
tons of people are going to come through and they're going to look at that bag, right? Maybe it's the Skinny Pop popcorn. That's one that's like always being sampled at the Costco by me, right? You look at the bag and it's got the flavor and the features and all this stuff and the price tag, but I don't know what I'm getting, right? And I might ask my friend, have you ever had that before, right? I might try to get referrals and that's where we start to get this imposter syndrome, right? We feel like we're the skinny pop popcorn without the person giving out the sample. We're just hoping that our message and our packaging and everything is good enough to just convince people to pull out their credit card. But we don't know what we don't know. Now, when there's someone there giving a sample, it's totally different. And you've seen this phenomenon happen if you've ever been to Costco or anywhere where they give out samples. Somebody takes a sample, they taste it, they nod their head, and then they reach for the product off the shelf. Okay, but why do they do it when the sample's there versus when it's not? Well, when we're talking about it like this, the answer seems a lot more obvious. It's because they know exactly what they're buying. Now, whether you're a coach, a consultant, a course creator, or other digital product creator, you're doing the same thing with a five-day challenge. Instead of saying, look at all my content and hopefully it's good enough to pull the trigger, you're saying, here's a sample of who I am, what it's like to work with me, how I interact with people, how I interact with my clients. And if that resonates with you, you got a small taste, you can pay for the whole enchilada. So if you're someone who's nervous or uncertain or you're just not really feeling great about getting your content out there, a challenge is a great way to go. And we have a a student who was right in this kind of vein. I wouldn't say that they had imposter syndrome or anything, but I think that the story will really connect with you. Ashley was a photographer and she had been thinking about a course for a year. She'd been thinking about creating a course on how to teach busy moms to photograph their kids because I loved her platform. She basically told me that so many people think they can't afford photographers or they're so busy that they don't go to photographers and then you lose those memories forever, right? Even in the age of the iPhone, they're just in the moment snaps and and nobody is getting these beautiful photographs of their kids to have forever. And I thought, oh my gosh, that's amazing. Well, she didn't have a massive list, but she was saying like, I don't know if people are going to buy this. I don't know if this is this market's going to work because it's not online marketing and it's not teaching people how to make money. And I told her, just do it, just do it. And her first launch, after sitting on that course idea for a year, she did $1,000 in profit. And she's gone on to relaunch that course again and make more profit on the course. So... If you're kind of sitting there going like, I don't know, or I don't feel, is this going to work? Or I don't have a massive track record in this space, but I know what I'm talking about. That's where a five-day challenge comes in. It removes the need to have great and amazing copywriting. It removes the need to have in-depth webinars and video series and professionally designed images. Now, don't get me wrong. Is there a time and a place for those? Absolutely. But with a challenge, you can show up for your people and they'll pull out their credit cards when they validate that it's worth their time, okay? Now, another thing that I really love about challenges is that they are very succinct and they're very simple to do. So I'm gonna keep reiterating this point because I think it's so, so important. Now, I fully believe in challenges, but I don't think that they're the only method in the world that works. Do I think that they're up and coming? Do I think they're one of the best methods? Absolutely, and I'll argue that for the next foreseeable future. But... One of the things that really stresses me out kind of is when I see my students trying to do webinars or video series and they're not easy, right? I think webinars are fantastic. I think video series are amazing, but they are not easy. They take a decent amount of learning and work. So a webinar is not something that you just kind of like throw together 
and hope it works. You know, there is a specific way the slide deck goes. There are specific things that go in the right places. You need to have correct psychological triggers. You need to have a correct amount of content with a correct gap being built. You need to make sure that your intro is light and tight and includes the right things. And you need a good Q&A and you need to be good with fielding those questions. And don't get me wrong, those things are all possible. But to give you some perspective, one of our best converting webinars, it took nine months to perfect and tweak and get to where it was working just right. So what we see is that with a webinar, that's a lot of work for someone who's getting started, right? If this is like the first time you've ever been online, that's a lot of work to go into tweaking and retesting and tweaking and retesting and tweaking and retesting. And it's kind of time intensive. Now, video series, if you've ever seen like a three-part or four-part video series, are awesome, but the video is not what sells it. So there's also this kind of belief floating out around video series that as long as you shoot four videos that are 25 to 30 minutes, you can launch. And it's way more in-depth than that. So, I mean, you're talking, you really do need with a high-level video series, you need a professional videographer, you need an editor, you need to script those videos, which often requires a copywriter or copy editor. I have friends that are literally spending five figures building the videos before they ever run ads. So video series are amazing. They convert so well, but they are not an entry-level strategy. And then the last one is email marketing, which is great. You can do purely email marketing launches where all you do is send emails for people to buy your product and those work great, but they require you to have a decent understanding of copywriting. You need to know how to write really great copy to compel people to click through your emails. So we were talking to our students and before we had built the challenge program and I was trying to figure out like where are people stuck and launching keeps coming up. And we were identifying people were like, well, my webinar doesn't convert, or I tried a video series, but it took too long, or my script didn't convert, or I've sent emails, but no one's clicking or opening. And and we were slowly realizing that because a lot of the current launch models right now rely on some advanced experience in some area, people struggle. Now, am I sitting here saying a challenge doesn't require decent copy or decent things like that? Absolutely not. But I'll give you an example. We had a student, Lindsay, who launched her program. And at the end, she said, I don't have time for a sales page. And I told her, listen, with a five-day challenge, the way we structure it, as long as you walk people through this content, you don't need a sales page. Send them right to a checkout page with a timer on it. She did, and it worked incredibly well. In her challenge, she surpassed her teaching salary for the month. So she essentially matched what she made the previous month in a week without a sales page. Now, is that like the norm? No, we, we like our students to have sales pages. But I tell you that because so many people are sitting here in a, this catatonic state of overwhelm, like I need to learn copies so I can write the emails, so I can write the sales page, and then I have to learn design so I can create a beautiful sales page. And then once I have all of that, I obviously have to figure out how to look great on video, and then I have to learn how to write great emails. And you don't need all of those with a five-day challenge. So if you haven't heard me talk about them before, The way we structure our challenges is that every single day we send out a simple email and we do a live stream to the people in the program. Now you might be thinking like, well, you just said writing emails are hard. I did, but here is the thing that we have found. The content of these emails is less important than the tasks and assignments that you're giving people. So think about it like this. If you're an average person and you're, you're online trying to solve a problem, you sign up and somebody shows up in your inbox every day and then they follow up and answer your questions live and then they're showing up in a Facebook group for you, you're getting a full taste of what it's like to work with them. You don't really care what their stuff looks like, right? Right. 
sometimes we get so caught up in our own vision of how important those aesthetics are that we don't realize if we just craft an amazing experience for people, it works. To give you another kind of analogy, in the corporate space, there are consultants that come in for tens of thousands of dollars and all they do is show up as themselves, right? They don't show up with like a big welcoming parade. Corporations hire people to show up for their company in the amounts of tens of thousands of dollars on a daily basis. And so we're taking that similar principle that, listen, we don't need to sell your sales page. We don't need to sell your copy. We need to sell you. We need to show the world who you are and what kind of results you can create. We find that it instantly shifts the perspective to a place where now people aren't looking at your sales page or worried about your copy. Instead, they're looking to you and they're connecting with you. And that brings us to my last little piece of this. And I kind of want to wrap up with this final piece about challenges. So just to recap before we go into this final piece, first, we talked about how, you know, a challenge is a really great way to build your list and really get the business off the ground when you're just getting started. We also talked about how it's a really amazing strategy for people who are unsure that their their content is ready or, or you're newer to the industry or your business or you're struggling to get out there because you're thinking, I don't have all the bells and whistles, so who's going to trust me? And then, of course, we talked about that as well, that it's about building out that trust, that it's about really showcasing who you are as a person. So what it really comes down to is, I can tell you from firsthand experience, challenges work amazingly well at every level of business. We have a case study of somebody that just did over $150,000 in sales with a challenge. I myself have done $130,000 launch. I have students that have done everything from 10, 20, 50, $60,000 launches. These work at a very high level. But if you're somebody who's like launching is overwhelming or, or stressful or it's so many moving pieces, A challenge condenses that down to instead of having to have everything right, all you have to do is care. And that brings me to my last point, which is if you're somebody who is like, you just, you struggle to sell because you want to make an impact. You want to reach more people or, or you're somebody that's like, I like learning the sales strategies or I need to learn the sales strategies, but really I'm just trying to make a difference or I'm trying to reach more people or I'm trying to impact more lives. Oh my gosh, that is a challenge through and through. We get it all the time. And this is one thing that I really, really love about the program is when I hear this feedback from students. Now, sometimes challenges don't work perfect. You do have to go back to the drawing board. You do have to tweak a little bit. But I can tell you that almost every time we have a student run a challenge, even if they don't make a ton of sales the first time, we almost always hear something along the lines of, even though I didn't make a ton of sales, the feedback from my students was amazing and I built a ton of trust with them. We've had people go on to be invited to interview on podcasts, to be speakers on summits. It really does get your name out there and show people that you're looking to make a difference. There's so much out there right now, and I don't like to speak badly of anybody, and I'm not planning to, but I mean, I think it's pretty fair for us all to say that there's a lot of junk out there right now. You know, content is all over the place. It's easier to create and consume content than it ever has been. And as a result, there's junk. There's people out there selling, you know, $5 eBooks for the sake of making $5, not for the sake of providing great information. And so if you're somebody who's looking to break that mold and really create an impact and a difference, like that's what a challenge does because it really shows people that you care for five days before you ever ask for a credit card, before you ever tell them what you're going to sell them, you're actually giving them results. You're actually showing them who you are. 
And I think that that's so massive. Now, before I wrap up this episode, I want to remind you that if you're listening to this, we'll put a few links in the show notes to some of the past episodes where I've talked about challenges. I've done blog posts on challenge case studies because I know I didn't go into the full-blown logistics. But if you're thinking like, this is me, I am somebody who like, I really want to step up my game. I really want to take it to the next level. Or you're thinking, man, like, I just want to change my launching to be less chaotic and crazy. I want to invite you to sign up for a free week-long event starting February 20th that I told you about earlier. If you go to 5thenumber5dayhustle.com, you can sign up, and over the course of five days, I'm going to walk you through what a challenge looks like. We had so much great feedback during the last launch. People were going nuts over how well our challenge went. We actually had a couple of people who went through our free system that were super profitable. Hannah went through and she ended up making over $7,000 in her first challenge based off our free week-long event that we did last year. We also had another student in our free challenge named Beck who did over $2,800 in profit and added over 700 people to his list with the stuff he'd learned in the free challenge. So I want you to understand that if you sign up for this free event, my big promise to you is that you will get good content, that we will take care of you, that we will make sure that you get what you need and you get awesome results. Okay. So if you want to get signed up for that five day hustle.com and I'll leave you with this. I know this was a shorter episode, but if you're sitting here thinking, man, I want to get my content out into the world. A launch is the way to do that. We get really caught up in the stuff we hear is the hot button, right? Like the money is in your list and make sure your social media is up and don't forget to post on Facebook. But at the end of the day, a launch is something that brings leads and money into your business. And I know in the online marketing space, we sometimes tend to shy away from that stuff, but leads and sales are what make your business. So if you're sitting here going, I need more leads and sales, which I'm pretty confident it's almost everyone listening, 5dayhustle.com, I want to walk you through. We had thousands of people go through it last year. As of the recording, we already have over 2,200 people in the group. We're going to rock out this live training event, and I cannot wait to have you there with me. Until next week, keep hustling. Thanks for listening to the Heart, Soul, and Hustle podcast. For more great stuff, be sure to visit heartsoulhustle.com.